You're listening to the Brand Interrupted Podcast, a show for the creative entrepreneur, the radiant leaders, and the rebels at heart. If you're ready to get radically visible, use your voice, and take up space, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Brittany Hammond, filmmaker, story mentor, and serial entrepreneur. Brand Interrupted means liberating yourself from the conditioning and discerning the many contradictory voices of society, family, friends, media, coaches, gurus, anyone or thing that has fit you into a box of check marks and labels, and instead coming back home to yourself. In this podcast, we are all about appointing yourself as the authority and leader of your life. Embrace yourself unconditionally, strip down to your white hot truth, cultivate self-trust and awaken your confidence within so that you can be your true expression in the world, in your life, your relationships, and your business. Ready for some real, raw, and unfiltered conversations? I'll see you on the other side. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brand Interrupted Show. I'm your host, Brittany Hammond, and today I am celebrating my six-year business anniversary, and I've written this gorgeous blog post with photos to go along, and I wanted to have the space and the opportunity to speak more in detail so I can share certain anecdotes and um more of like the nitty gritty than I would have included in the blog post. So thank you so much for being here and thank you for celebrating with me. So the first thing that I wanted to kind of preface this story with, because I think it's important, is two anecdotes. And the first one was in my childhood. I was always sort of, you know, immersed in the arts and searching my own self-expression And as I was gathering images to write this blog post, you know, one of them that always stands out with me so well is when I was nine years old with my girlfriends, we had written, I mean, let me just preface this again with like, I have always been infatuated and enamored with film, (laughs) film and, and telling stories. So when I was nine, my girlfriends and I, wrote our first screenplay and I remember we'd get together on the weekends, have sleepovers and we'd sharpen our pencils and we'd write the script and then during recess at school during the weekdays we'd rehearse the scenes. I remember um, imagining how I would film all of these scenes. Now this is like mid 90s and we didn't have access to technology and video cameras the way that we do now so I didn't actually own a camera, but I remember trying to figure out the shots in my head. Very vivid memories. So the first insight that I want to share with you is that your childhood leaves clues. What did you absolutely love doing as a kid? So I excelled in these subjects in school, was on honor roll, and I audaciously decided to pursue the arts in post-secondary education. I studied in Quebec, France, and Belgium. And, you know, I want to also give some more background on these are kind of the foundational seeds that were planted in my entrepreneurial journey. So I remember working, I worked at McDonald's, I worked at Williams Coffee Pub throughout high school. And I just remember 
adding up the number of hours I could work and the the highest paycheck I could ever receive based on the hours I was working. Now, let me just side bracket this with I was an honor roll student and I was a competitive dancer and I was working a part-time job. So it wasn't like I had unlimited hours. I had a pretty packed schedule, but I just remember thinking like, I can only ever earn this much per month. Like, how am I ever going to be wealthy? (laughs) And I think minimum wage back then was probably $7 an hour. And I don't know, I was maybe working like five hours a week at McDonald's. This is when I was like 14. But I just realized like, I'm going to be limited financially if I'm working a job. That was something that stayed with me. So when I had turned 18 and it's time to go off to university, I had heard about this opportunity of a student-ran business franchise where you get all of the business training, you go through kind of a rigorous process, let alone interview process. And I essentially opened up my first franchise when I was 18. Now, again, the reason why I'm emphasizing these pre-stories is because this really set me up for... I'm not going to say the failure, but for the predicament that I found myself in, which is, um, you know, by the time I was 20, I had a full-time team of four, six figures in sales, over 600 customers, probably more. And the stress level that I was living with on a daily basis was far more, um, it, it was too much for, you know, what I was dealing with at that age, but I had this pressure from my family to pay for school. And um, I, I wasn't eligible for any type of like government aid because of our household income. And my parents wanted to teach me the value of a dollar, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure you can, some people can relate with this. Um, and Again, I went back to that, like, well, if I'm working this minimum wage job, like there's just the math doesn't work out. I'm never going to be able to afford school and life and, and everything. So I started that business coming from a place of fear of how am I going to afford school? And of course, when you start a business, you know, I had a startup loan, I had debt that I had to pay off and It was a lot. So the insight, (laughs) the second insight I wanted to share is that these unfortunately planted the seeds for the hustle and the self-betrayal that ended up taking over my life. And I ended up having a nervous breakdown because I had not yet learned what healthy success looked and felt like. And I had been engaging in some really unhealthy coping mechanisms. So that was kind of the bad side. The amazing side of running the business was I love being my own boss. So check. <laughs> I loved having control over my time. Check. I loved making money. Check. And I realized like use the business to generate cash flow and live this amazing life. And I had been um, studying theater and acting at school. And I remember one of the summers while in parallel to running this business, I was um, one of the lead dancers in the Rocky Horror Show downtown Toronto and was playing every night for, I think it was like five weeks. And in the day I was running this business. So it was like, I found my healthy compromise where run the business, make money and still create your art. Because one of the big limiting beliefs I had was that artists 
don't make money, that I would end up being the starving artist. And for me, that was just such a non-negotiable. Like, I think sometimes, and I recognize that this comes from a place of privilege, but for me, there was no way that I was ever going to go and have an office job or do any job that was not going to fulfill me as an artist. So I think sometimes when we're sharing our story, we can have levels of shame that come up. And I certainly had that as I was preparing to record this because, you know, I thought it took me a lot longer than required (laughs) to really hit that flow in my business. But I was young and dealing with a lot of repressed trauma alongside all of the doing, doing, doing (laughs) and accomplishing that was happening. So anyways, that was kind of the preface of my experience in balancing the art and the business of being me. And by age 20, third year of university, I had the opportunity to go abroad to do an exchange program And that's exactly what I did. So I took my money and I left for France. (laughs) So now let's dive into the birth of Untamed. And this happened at the end of uh, 2013. So let me rewind a bit. I moved to France in 2009. So from 2009 to 2013, I was living a student life, had some waitressing jobs here and there. Um, and at the end of 2013, the day had come, the, the the fear had arrived where like, I'm done school, now what? How on earth would I ever find a way to monetize my art? Um, you know, again, I'm a creator, like I'll find a way. And I also had the predicament that I was living abroad and I had a visa and I knew that I wanted to stay in France, but In addition to even job hunting or creating a career, I also had that barrier up that I was living in a foreign country. So I actually wasn't as free as I could have been had I been back in Canada. It was in December of 2013 when I did an online, I found an online branding course and I went through the exercises and I knew I wanted to do something creative And through one of those exercises, the word untamed came to me and it just encompassed everything I stood for. And, you know, my 24 year old me defined it as the freedom to be who you are and do what you want to do in life. And that's all I knew. I just knew like I'm untamed, I'm going to be free and I'm going to make something out of this. So if you refer back to the blog post, you can see kind of the evolution of the visuals that I was creating, (laughs) which, you know, I had some frustrations in the beginning. Um, that feeling of when your brand doesn't fully encompass or represent what, you know, what your message is, or you can't quite get your, your, your website or your photos to really capture the essence of who you are, which is kind of just a, a rite of passage. (laughs) Um, Those branding colors though, the teal and bright pink. (laughs) It took me a long time to get pink out of my branding colors because that was, um, I don't know, thought I had to be girly, thought I had to be pink. (laughs) So I had just written my thesis. I ended up doing a master's program 
in theater film, and my entire thesis was around the impact of storytelling. I've always loved branding and messaging, and basically the idea that we get to decide who we are and how we want to show up in the world. We're in the driver's seat when it comes to crafting our public image. So what did I what did I do? What was my first first offering? I started with graphic design because that was the first thing that I immediately knew how to monetize. And I'm going to reference back to a lot of these childhood experiences and past experiences because I was not trained in graphic design, but I happened to be really good at it. Why? Because I was immersed in the world of film and theater. So I, we, you know, naturally were always creating posters for our shows or for our films. So I started helping online business owners with their branding and specifically with graphic and web design. In 2014, I received my master's degree and this is when my visa would expire and I was like, oh crap, okay, what do I do? And at the 11th hour, this is crazy, I discovered this film program. It was like hidden, (laughs) the hidden film program at my school. And so And and when I say the 11th hour, I literally had less than a week to figure this out. So I applied for a second master's degree, which allowed me to renew my visa. And here's the irony is that I actually got to do the master's degree in film, which is the thing that I always wanted to do, but didn't have the opportunity before. So insight number three is your path always unfolds in divine timing. Every obstacle redirects you closer to your dreams. It was truly what I had wanted to study the whole time with the true spirit of an entrepreneur. I was frustrated with the education I had received in acting and performing, and I saw so many holes and ineffective ways to help train actors to reach their truth and tap into their emotions and essentially you know, my philosophy around acting is you're not really playing a character, you're playing different parts of yourself. So notice these common themes here, self-expression, branding, affirming who you are, speaking truth. So again, true spirit of an entrepreneur, I'm like seven months into my master's degree. I'm also having pressure from my parents to, you know, get a job and start my life and career. And I partnered with a friend slash colleague and I was like, I want to run these acting workshops. So I literally made a graphic, made a poster and I printed 500 flyers and I went around town like a crazy person and was taping flyers to lampposts, bus stations, um, going to all the, the schools in the city of Nice, France, where I was living at the time. And, um, you know, over the next two years, we created an entire training system for actors and teaching them how to act on camera, putting on shows. I mean, it just was one of the funnest times of my life. Um, did, you know, over $20,000 in sales, built a phenomenal community. So here we go. Live my passion. Check. Make money. Check. Build community. Check. <laughs> but, you know, it's 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 not always sustainable to run an event-based business because you are, again, living in that constant state of fear of, I have to fill up 
my programs. I have to fill up the spaces and here I have salaries here. I'm paying for, um, the rental space and the different, and the different, uh, theaters or locations that we had to rent, rent to run these, uh, workshops. So things are going along. I'm continuing my master's degree. I'm, you know, studying more and more honing in on, on, you know, story and truth telling and emotions and all that. And I'm still developing my online business and branding and messaging. But here's insight number four I really want to share and emphasize is that, and again, I believe this is the true spirit of an entrepreneur is that I got paid to learn the craft I had always dreamed of instead of, instead of paying to go to school and learn and accumulate student loan debt. So what I mean by this is by year two of Untamed, the business, I started working with actors on camera. We started doing demo reels, filming scenes, short films, and entering festivals. So when I say I did a master's degree in film, that's like theory, but we weren't actually learning uh, the technical side of operating a camera. And that's where I had a, you know, it was a pain point for me because I, I hadn't learned that. And so I don't know. I kind of look back and I'm like how audacious I was to just propose this and learn as I went. And, um, it was such, you know, (laughs) such an, such an opportunity to learn how to operate the camera, learn how to edit. And it's not that these things were new to me because I had already been doing projects like this, you know, ever since high school, actually. So when I had done my first documentary, but it was the pleasure of like getting to go at my own pace and learn as you go. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs that just get so stuck on like wanting to be so far ahead. And sometimes you just need to live, you just need to live out your life and live out that process and learn as you go and discover. It doesn't all just like snap of the fingers happen. So by 2017, I felt a disconnect in my work because I was helping business owners with their story and their branding and their messaging. And I was co-hosting these live events and I kind of felt like they were two separate businesses and having like two different identities. And I got really tripped up when people would ask me what I did because I couldn't find one way to describe it. It was like I was living all of these artistic endeavors, basically. And um, it created quite a state of internal chaos for me because again, branding, affirming identity, it was so important to me. And I would kind of switch back and forth between like, oh, I'm an event organizer or a co-host or a brand strategist or a graphic designer, like, and especially living in France where, you know, you check off things and paperwork and you have to fit into a box. But really what the issue was here is that I wasn't owning my brilliance. It was very obvious at that point that I was a performer, I was a director, I was a filmmaker, and I was doing all of these things, but I was too scared to admit it. So insight number five is I had to fully experience and embody that which I teach with my clients. That means I had to actually learn what unapologetically me means. So by 2017, 2018, I had made the leap to move from Nice to Paris, expand my horizons, grow my network, and essentially be a small fish in a big pond again. This was a period where 
it was like multiple dark nights of the soul and belligerently spending money on coaches and mentors in desperate search for answers. You know, I wanted so bad for this business to work, but I had, even though I didn't subscribe to the belief of the starving artist, it still showed up in my work. And I wasn't, it's almost like I had amnesia and forgot like, Hey, Brittany, you already ran a six figure business. Like you already know how to do all of these things. So again, it's like I was giving my power away, ignoring my intuition and believing that someone else had the answer, believing that someone else could guide me on this path, which like, this is an unpopular opinion. And I do believe in mentorship, but I also believe as an entrepreneur, it literally means problem solving. It means figuring things out. Like entrepreneurs are creators. They are inventors. We are not people that go to school and learn a five-step process. It just doesn't work that way. So again, it might be an unpopular opinion. I do believe in mentorship, but I also believe in getting messy and making mistakes and learning along the way. So the areas that I really had to work through was unraveling the codependent tendencies I had around showing up online, learning how to speak my truth healing past traumas and relationships, and healing my money and self-worth story. All of these things were tangled up in my ability to make money online, my ability to serve customers and clients, and really just own my brilliance and be recognized for the work that I was putting out there. I would say 2018 was the year of the awakening. (laughs) I woke up from the amnesia and remembered who I was, and that's when I finally was like, untamed productions. My company's name was Untamed Productions. I added the productions (laughs) and it was such a huge step for me because it really just affirmed, um, you know, everything I teach, you get to decide who you are. So by this time I had produced countless short films, been in festivals, created a fantastic service of creating signature brand story videos for my clients internationally. I, you know, really started, I love this, um, aspect of like documentary film making and telling people's stories. And I think specifically in the context of, of your business, when you're working with purpose-driven and heart-centered, um, entrepreneurs, insert buzzwords, (laughs) by the way, it, their why and their story is really what drives them. And I think that that can be so, I think that is the power of mentorship, It's sharing your story. It's letting people know what is possible. It's not telling them the foolproof, um, this is the way it has to be, but it's giving them a sense of hope. And so I developed this service, creating brand story videos, and I made this declaration that I wanted to be uh, international and sought after. And I remember talking to my mentor about this and I was like, "How, how do I do this? And she was like, well, you put up an offer and you share you share it with the world. When you're traveling, you let people know, here are my tour dates. It sounds so easy, right? We get so stuck in our heads sometimes. So that's what I did. And I had traveled to California, to Canada, Amsterdam, London. I mean, every time I travel now, I set my tour dates. And 
again, this is the power of running an online and international business is that I get to expand my network internationally and get recognized for my work. Like this blows my mind sometimes, you guys, (laughs) when I think of like the little nine-year-old writing her screenplays. (laughs) So, you know, today untamed means untethering yourself from the thoughts, beliefs, and judgments of other people. And it's not that far off from the definition I had six years ago. I'm just much more articulate in my message because I've lived through so many experiences now. In the last six years, I have supported dozens of entrepreneurs and artists through creative direction, consulting, and mentoring to help discover their inner truth, help them heal their codependency and show up unapologetically, create community and sell out multiple live events, launch brand new businesses, step into their own leadership, reconnect back to their own wealth of self-expression. I love this. This is what a client had said to me once. And, um, you know, really leverage the power of signature brand story videos that I've produced for them. One of my clients made over $156,000 from one of her videos. So it, it becomes a ripple effect that you're, when you put your work out in the world. So today... I get to write, direct, act in short films. I get to run this beautiful business that is centered around self-expression, creativity, and business. And my focus is on conscious messaging, storytelling rooted in truth, and mastering the art and business of visibility. And I hope that through listening to my journey, you can see how all the pieces fit together. Like our business is such a reflection of who we are as a human in our journey. And when you connect those dots, you can really bring your entire message together into what your mission is and and what your movement is about. So today, Untamed isn't just a service-based business. Like this is a movement of helping women literally heal their codependency and speak their truth. And own their self-expression, feel safe to be themselves. And ultimately, that's what I've been searching for my entire life. So how freaking crazy is it that I was able to build a business around this? (laughs) So head on over to the blog I wrote. I feel one of the most beautiful biographies (laughs) that fully captures the essence of my work. I know if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, We all know how hard it is to write that elevator pitch, to write that bio. It can be so hard to articulate our work sometimes. With that being said, I would love to invite you to take a look at my work. I have different offerings and packages around voice and visibility, brand story, mentorship, audaciously you on camera. And I also have a three three part video series called radically visible and fully expressed how to heal your visibility wounds, tap into your core message and awaken your confidence on camera. And you can access the link to opt into that on the webpage or in the show notes. And you can check out all the details and examples of my work on untamedrevolution.com. So with all that being said, I just wanted to Um, share some closing thoughts and 
share a, a message of hope for those of you listening. I believe that we can find a balance of the hustle and flow. I would be very wary of people who sell you the idea that running a business is this easy thing. It's not. It takes perseverance and grit and it takes so much faith and learning how to live with the burn and the pressure and the hunger um, to keep driving forward, especially when friends, family, uh, society doesn't always understand what you're doing. I think you need to hold so much more conviction than the others around you. It's about discovering healthy success and the energetic capacity to receive large amounts of money. And it's about being willing to adapt and evolve. Just literally letting your journey unfold and accept your path and everything is leading you towards the next step in your business. And, you know, I look back and think, and I did, I had hired a business coach my first year and it's like, Sometimes you just need to get the experience and live the thing in order to get the wisdom. So as much as I believe in mentorship, I also believe in the power of experience. And to just kind of sum this all up, you know, I believe entrepreneurship is about being a creator and it's about problem solving and just figuring figuring things out and like loving figuring things out, loving serving your clients and loving the work that you put out there. So this was my six-year journey, more or less in a nutshell. I would love to hear from you if you resonate with any of these pieces of my story. Come find me on social media at I am Brittany Hammond over on IG, same on Facebook, and all of the links will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Bisous from Paris. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brand Interrupted Podcast. I so appreciate you and your time. And to show that appreciation, I want to give you a free gift. Head over to untamedrevolution.com forward slash gift to get instant access to my free three-part Audaciously You on Camera video series, a step-by-step on how to share your story, craft your core message, master your energy, infuse your personality, and boost your charisma on camera so you can amplify your impact with video and turn viewers into dream clients. And if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, don't forget to head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating. Until next time, bisous from Paris. Ciao, ciao.